thank you for joining us on the new channel sports podcast we are going to break down some of the nba playoff games earl thomas gets released by the baltimore ravens and we remember the late great kobe bryant his last game where he scored 60 and to go out mamba out drops the mic i mean it, it, it just gives me goosebumps even just thinking about it. You know, when you watch that game and you're like, oh, this is Kobe's last game. How is he going to go out? After the game is over, you're like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to go out. But at the, when the game started, you're like, you didn't really know. I mean, even as the game is going on and you see the crowd, you see celebrities in the crowd like in awe. Jay-Z wasn't awe. He was like, what am I seeing here? And that was the same way. I was like, wow, Kobe, are you sure you want to retire? I mean, this is what you got left in the tank. Yep. And I mean, it was just yeah, his farewell of, of all time, mm-hmm. of all time. No one has a farewell like that. Yep. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 91 of the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is Oenyi. I am one of your hosts today. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe. You can follow or subscribe on any major podcast platform. You can always do that on our website as well. That's newchannelsports.net. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. If you want to listen to us on the radio, you can also do that on Afro Vibes Radio every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Sitting all the way across from me, want to be called Big Chris today or you want to be called... I'm good with Chris. Chris, okay. He, you complain when I don't call you Big Chris. <laughs> what's up, Chris? What's the deal, yo? Hey, what's good? Let's get to it. And today we have a very... Very special guest with us. You see what I mean? Like, you see how you introduce her? It's special. It's not. I don't need Big Chris, but I need something special, bro. That's what it you is. You my cousin, man. I've known you for <laughs> forever. I, I don't know how much special you want. I put you on the podcast. That's special hey, enough. I'll give you that. <laughs> so we have a special, special guest with us today. We have a special guest. Allie. How are you doing, Allie? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. That's good. We are excited to have you here. Um, Allie's pretty much going to be the the face of the new Channel Sports podcast. You're going to be like the spokesperson of the podcast. Yeah. A lot of work in store for you. Um, you're going to be working like pretty much every day, 25-hour days <laughs> <laughs> for the next 10 years. Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. So let me say, uh, let me give a little bio of, of Allie real quick. Allie graduated from HBU, class of 2020. Unfortunately, we're able to walk because of everything that's happening with COVID. Yep. But soon enough, you will be. Uh, um, hold on, before you go, does HBU have any type of, you know, you eventually got the uh, who's house type of stuff. Do y'all have Dogs anything? up. Okay, y'all got something. Wasn't saying it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. Um, you have a, a mass media arts major. Yeah. And a minor in Spanish. Yep. Okay. You're born and raised in Hagetown. Okay. Okay. That's mm-hmm. this is part of the reason why yeah. too many cowboy <laughs> cowboy fans and stuff on here. I mean to get rid of that. Yeah. We uh, you grew up a Houston sports team fanatic. Uh, you love sports. You began playing soccer as a kid. And you still play to this day. Yep. What position do you play? I'm a striker and I'm a right mid. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So offense mostly. Yep. Right. Okay. Okay. She likes to score. Hey, I love to score. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have Trey is another host on the podcast. He's not here right now, but he he's not a big fan of soccer. Oh really? Yeah. We're about to change that. Uh, yeah. Let's back, please, so. please, please. <laughs> so you do like watching basketball, baseball, and football, and you want to pursue more into the industry. Of sports media as a journalist, reporter, or as a host. That's Correct. Right. All right. Correct. So this is what we're gonna do. Well, all of our guests, Ali, we gotta do it. We like to play this game called Truth or Dare when our first, <laughs> when our right. guests first come on. You know about the game, Chris? I know about the game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't get don't get nervous. This is this little game we're gonna play. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Truth or Dare. How this works is, I'm gonna ask you Truth or Dare. 
And if you say truth, I'll be like, is it true that whatever is this or that? And then you're going to give your little opinion on whether or not it's true or not. Okay. And then I'll, if I say if I say dare, I'll say I'll dare you to say whatever. And you'll be like, no, I'd rather eat a bunch of cockroaches or something like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So first question, truth or dare? By the way, truth or dare? Truth or dare? Okay. Uh, how many questions or how well, many times one are each. Ask one, just... one or each. It's going to be me and Chris actually or truth or dare. All right, okay. Right. So you you get one truth and one dare. How about that? Okay. Okay. All right. So I'll <laughs> give you the, I'll give you the truth. Okay. Okay. Is it true that soccer is the best sport in the world? Hmm. That soccer is the best sport in the world. Oh, man. It has the best events in the world. Mm. Mm-hmm. But personally, I feel like as a soccer player, I enjoy watching basketball more Ooh. than soccer. Yep, so what, but <laughs> what constitutes... A sport being the best. Oh, man. Just just by watching it? Just keeping me entertained, like, 24-7 or just the whole time that I'm watching a game. It has to keep me intrigued. Right. So Mm -hmm. soccer does do that for you. Uh, It does, but I feel like I found myself uh, more intrigued watching basketball lately. So Mm -hmm. sometimes soccer slows down, um, depending on the leagues, you know. just Right. Some games are known for just, I don't know, like European leagues are known for just picking it up so fast, you know, and then leagues like, I don't know, here. So just, th- just throw <laughs> MLS out. Throw, throw yes. MLS out of the, the whole equation. You know, just, just throw it out. <laughs> we're, we're in the USA, but it just makes me feel bad. I'd be like, MLS just sucks. Let's just put oh it that way. Oh, my God. Hey, it's terrible. Hey. If, it, if it does, it does, though. You know I'd what? Be, I wow. just, I, I, no regrets. I'm not that. big on soccer myself. <laughs> But I've watched the MLS games and it's compared them to. It's incredibly boring most of the time, but you know it has its moments. So right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a truth question. If you got a dare, you can ask. I, I already asked my truth. But that's too bad. I got one. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. We have to know where we're at. Um, is it true that the Cowboys are the best? NFL no. football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to finish yes. the question. What you said? No. Best? She was like, no, immediately. Yeah, well, next question. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> all right. So that was, that was truth or dare. Ali, let's get right into it. All right. So what we're going to do, we're recording this on August 24th, which is Mamba Day, um, Kobe Bryant Day. Uh, yesterday was Kobe Bryant's birthday. Um, so what we're going to do to remember Kobe Bryant is we're going to, you know, talk about his five top plays of all time. This is going to be the new channel sports. Oh, we're doing this again. Yeah, man. This is the top five presented by the new channel sports podcast. Look, we can do it, but look, look, we can do it, but we got to get it right. Ah, this, there's so many plays Kobe has. Is there really like a definite number one through five? You think there's a definite number one? No. There are certain things that better not be left out. Oh my gosh. I'm just letting you know. Too much. You, you're putting pressure on Allie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm about to walk out this door. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. She's like, quit. I can't do yeah, it. I, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so, this is what we're going to do. I guess I can. Who can out? You're going to start off then, Chris. You you start. Oh, you want me to start? You can start with number number five. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the play I have is probably a play that most people don't remember. Oh. It was one of the last games of the season. It may have been the very last game of the season. A game winner that he had over the Portland Trailblazers to lead the Lakers to the playoffs. And that was important because was it was it a three-point shot. It was a three-point shot. Yeah, it was I a division-winning game. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that shot won them the division. You want to stay at home on everybody. You know this is a catch-and-shoot situation. Just make sure... That that shot comes up under pressure. If he, if he makes it, he makes it. Payton's inbound. Bryant for three. Uh, most people don't talk about that, but for me, growing up watching Kobe, when I saw him hit that shot, it was, okay, this guy's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. That's when, for me, that's when it started turning from not so much loving the guy so much to when he hit that. I was like, "Yo, this guy can ball. He's the truth. He's the truth." Yeah. Well, number four for me, 
I just have a I have a plethora of Kobe plays that's going through in my head. And most of the plays that I I want to put on this list are not really I want to say significant. It just shows his raw overall talent on the basketball court. So the, the play that comes to mind though is when he dunked on Dwight Howard mm. back in the day. Ooh. He put his <laughs> It's a sack all up in Dwight Howard's face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did this little crossover dribble past two people, went to the hole. And it's almost like Dwight it was, was the like. the most disrespectful yes. dunk I've ever yes. seen, you know. And I wasn't even, like, very into basketball at that moment. But I still know that just because mm-hmm. it was so disrespectful, you know. But And it was on Dwight Howard. Like how many people do you know that have dunked on Dwight Howard? (laughs) (laughs) You know him and Dwight have a history, a a, a real good history. But but watching that dunk and him going to the lane is almost like the white was kind of just I don't know what he was doing. He was like, Oh, you're not about to duck. Oh, you just dunked on me. Mm-hmm. So that to me, that that's the number four for me. That's one of the plays I always remember from Kobe. And most of the plays I have in my head are just his raw talent and his athleticism. That's what stands out for me. Yeah. All right, Allie. What you got number three? Don't mess this up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? I also can't think of just one or two or three, just because, you know, I thought about the question, like, what are the top five or what? Are, I'm just like, gosh, you just need like a top 100 or something. Right, just so right. Many. But um, I don't know. I guess I don't remember what year this was, but it was on Christmas against the Phoenix Suns. There mm. was a um, reverse dunk that he Ooh. had did. I don't even know which player it was against. I just know. I just remember this because it was on Christmas. Uh-huh. And... Obviously, you know, he was very, he's very well known, you know, and as a soccer player who doesn't even know that much about basketball then, like, that was just shocking to me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, who can do this? Like, who does this? Or uh-huh. can any other basketball player do this? <laughs> the thing <laughs> like, about this, this Kobe. Thing? The thing about Kobe's reverse dunks is, you know, everybody has their patented play. For Kobe, it was his reverse dunk because he's he was always able to tuck both of his legs oh, yeah. so close to his body. It was beautiful, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody did the reverse dunk quite like Kobe. So mm-hmm. I, I like that for number three. I do. Right. Okay. So you didn't mess up. Like Yay. other people on this podcast, I I said, but you didn't mess up. You passed. You passed. Awesome. You stay on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Number two, what you got, Chris? Uh, number two, basically, we all know what number one is. I think I should know where you're number one. So, number two for me is I talked about in number five my changing opinion of Kobe. This game was the first time I ever rooted for Kobe against the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. Man, that shot he hit, and then when he grabbed his jersey right. and pulled it across his body, mm, everybody, like that's Superman exactly iconic, oh. iconic yep. play. That has to be on this list, and I knew it would be. It was really the importance of that series going up 3-1. We all know they end up losing that the series. The end of the series, right. Because Tim Thomas hit a ridiculous Well, the three. Suns were a better team. That was the point. It was one of yeah. the few moments where Kobe was an underdog in his career. Right. And he showed up. They lost the series, but he showed up, man. Yeah. Wow, number one. Number one. Number one for me is not going to be a particular play. It's just going to be the moment. All right. Mm. You know, okay. his his, okay. his last game. Where he scored sixty, and to go out, Mamba out, drops the mic. I mean, 
it, it, it just gives me goosebumps even just thinking about it. You know, when you watch that game. It does. And you're like, oh, this is Kobe's last game. How is he going to mm-hmm. go out? After the game is over, you're like, yeah, this is how it was supposed to go out. But at the, when the game started, you're like, you didn't really know. I mean, even as the game is going on and you see the crowd, you see celebrities and the crowd like in awe. Jay-Z was in awe. He was like, what am I seeing here? Yeah. And that was the same way. I was like, wow, Kobe, are you sure you want to retire? I mean, this is what you got left in the tank? Yep. And I mean, it was just Yeah, the greatest his, farewell. Of, of all oh. time. Mm-hmm. Of all time. No one has a farewell right. like that. Yep. And it's not. It's like you're watching a movie and you're like, is the movie going to live to the hype? That's is, right. it, is it going to live up to the expectations? And that movie, Kobe's Last Game, definitely lived up to all the hype. can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, to be standing here at center court with you guys, my teammates behind me, and uh, appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stayed together throughout. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean a diehard Laker fan. Diehard. I mean, I knew, knew everything about every player that's ever played here. So, to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't, you can't write something better than this. And I'm more proud, I'm more proud of the fact that not about the championships, but about the down years, because we didn't run. We didn't run. We played through all that stuff, and we got our championships, and we did it the right way. And uh, all I can do here is just thank you guys. Thank you guys for all the years of support. Thank you guys for all the motivation. Thank you for all the inspiration. And, uh, you know, what's funny... (laughs) The thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball. And on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> this, has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And... Uh, Thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife, Vanessa, our daughters, Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. You know, they had his numbers on the court. His family was there, Vanessa, all of his kids. I mean, thinking about it now. It was beautiful. Right. Uh, I mean. Uh, you know the way how I see this game, this last game of Kobe's? Mm-hmm. It's like, even if you're not into... You know, soccer, you still watch the World Cup type thing. Right. Well, this game is like, even if you don't watch basketball, it was just a must. You yeah. have to tune in and watch this mm-hmm. last game. Yeah. Like, that's how important it felt like it yeah. was, you know? No, you're absolutely right. You know what's so funny, though? Um, that last game, I didn't watch it. Not because I didn't want to. At that point, I think I had a, something to do with court the next day. So I had to go to bed. <laughs> like, I could not watch the game. But I remember I woke up. I was in law school. That's what it was. I was in law school. We, we were going to court the next morning. And I woke up in the morning, and the guy, I guess my roommate, he was like, did you know Kobe scored 60? I was hot. <laughs> I missed it. Um, but just watching that game, particularly at the end, you knew he was going to have a Mamba moment, and he mm. did. So that, that, that for me was dope. We didn't put, as far as moments, I thought somebody was going to sneak it in, was the 81 points. I mean, this is a... Bro. It's on my list, but I was just it, like, it's, uh. it's on my list, it's on my list too. But you know, we had to get in. This is the new channel sports top five. I know your yeah. top five is probably different than top five. Mm-hmm. When he ducked on Steve Nash, 
Mm. That's on my list also. So that's well. also that's on my list. That's, <laughs> that's also on my list right there. Beautiful. Yep. That's a beautiful, beautiful dunk. Yep. Um, even though it's not, it's an iconic moment, and we've talked about this play a couple of times on this podcast too, the alley-oop to Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. That's definitely on my list. Yeah. And then him jumping into the arms of Shaq. Yeah. And just. I cried when the, it happened. Not like, tears of joy. I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was going over the oh, Blazers. Oh, you, you were a Blazers fan. Oh, real, yeah. Bro. Oh, yeah. That Blazers team, <laughs> look, on paper, mm. especially back then, that team was better than the Lakers team. But when you talk about superstars, right into the occasion, yeah. we'll talk about Luka Doncic later on in this it's, podcast as well. They mm-hmm. rise to the occasion. Like, you know what? Even though this team is better than us, this team, I'm better than any person you it's have the same on that thing. team. Same thing with the Blazers, uh, with the Kings. Right. Oh, on paper, oh, the Kings yeah. were better. And that's and that's that's the weird thing about these dynasties. Yeah. When you go back and you look at these dynasties that won two championships, three championships in a row, when you look at how they got there, like, how did y'all beat this team? Yeah. It was just the will of that superstar. And Kobe Bryant is just the pure definition of will. That's why we have Mamba mentality. We always try to associate Mamba mentality with all these players now. Oh. He has that mama mentality. That's I mean, ah oh man, I miss Kobe. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, you know, the the effect that Kobe has had on this world after his passing. You didn't know how much he affected your life until after he passed. Yeah, you're like, dang man. Yeah. God, and I it's one of those guy. things. Uh, we have an article up on our website mm-hmm. where I wrote about it. I hated him as a child. Like, right. Blazers fan, Kings. When I say hate, I don't mean hate him personally because I don't know him personally. Hate the basketball player. And towards the end of his career, I fell in love with the basketball player. And then at the end of his career, you fall in love with the man. With the man. Mm-hmm. That's the most beautiful part about it. Right. And I, I did want to kind of say, you know, as far as him being on this top five list, I did want to mention that he's top five as a as a father. Yeah. The way he goes about taking care of his kids and even with him and Vanessa yeah. as a husband. You know, like you said, you don't know him personally. I don't know him personally. But from the outside looking in, it just seemed like he was, after his basketball career, he was like, okay, I'm going to flip the switch and I'm all about the family right now. And yeah. you're going to see that. He was, he showed the same mom mentality with, as a family man yeah. that he did on the court. And I just, I can't, I can't tell you how much i respect kobe for that i really can't tell you how much i respect him for that i can't yeah it's wow. funny because at the end of his career he's the one guy you were worried about saying because he he invested so much in basketball you're kind of worried about him like can he oh, survive man. as a normal person the transition was fluid yeah he set the blueprint on how to do it right for people like a lebron uh people like a Dwayne wade who are retiring like okay that's how we got to do it right it was, it was it was flawless it was just it wasn't that it was you know he had other stuff going on too as well yeah. that he was definitely going to be a champion at also I mean you know what can I say what can I say we're, just, we're we're remembering Kobe today today's Mamba Day and uh, even though we only named five plays he has a multitude of plays that I'll always like iconic plays yeah that I'll always remember him for so um, we're, we're remembering Kobe Bryant. All right, so let's talk some basketball, okay? Um, the NBA playoffs are in progress. Um, the first game I want to talk about is the Dallas Mavericks mm. and the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Mm. Luka Doncic is a grown-ass 21-year-old <laughs> <laughs> basketball really player. Yeah. Every, every time you see him play, mm-hmm. you know, it's like somebody whispers in my ear, you know he's only 21, right? I'm like, yeah, he is. Like, if he's That's doing like the this, first thing that comes out of everybody's mouth every time he <laughs> impresses everybody, he's only 21, right? Because look at all the other superstars. <laughs> he's better than LeBron was at 21. Uh, Come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> Come on, bro. Well, well, yeah, you got, you got to. You got he's to better than Jordan was at 21. Yeah. He's better than Kobe was mm-hmm. at 21. Uh, that was debatable. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's on the same level. Yeah. You know, Cole, well, maybe you because remember, Kobe was winning chips, yeah, at 21, though. Was Did he close to it? Remember, because he came when he was a rookie, I mean, mm-hmm. came straight from high school, high school. so yeah, that's 18. why exactly. So, I don't when you Jordan's not a good comparison because Jordan was in college, yeah. So, LeBron and Kobe still are saying the better he was comparisons. Better. Oh, I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just, okay. Kobe has Shaq, though, yeah, the most dominant player, and, and Luka play has Chris Stapps. <laughs> get get out of here, get out of here, <laughs> even though Chris Stapps is, is playing a little bit better in these playoffs than I thought he would. 
Luca is the man that's doing it. Yeah. I picked the Clippers to win this series in five. Why? Because I didn't think the, the Mavericks can close out games. Mm-hmm. But Luca's this, oh, really? Oh, any? You don't think I can close out games? Let me show you something right here. Hold my beer. Yeah. And he's closing out games for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, huh, that series is scary for the Clippers. Look, let me tell you right now. If the Dallas Mavericks win that series, everything's out the window. I don't know who's going to be a champion anymore. Because we, we were praising the Clippers yeah. at one point in this podcast. Yeah, that's right. I mean, even outside this whole podcast, I mean, oh, I thought the same, the same thing. thing. Yeah, I feel like most people. So, were. <laughs> I mean, for me, when I watched it, watched the series, just focusing on Luca for a second. We can get to the rest of it because playoff P, we coming for you. Um, Please, I call him that. Don't put, don't put. Playoff. Oh no, no, I'm calling him playoff P. <laughs> that's that's his name. He gonna get, he gonna get what he wants. Um, but as far as Luca is concerned, what he did um, in Game Four is reminiscent to what LeBron did against the Pistons. Mm, his coming West. out though yeah his coming out party that it, that it was just a coming out party and the thing is there's two things that's really disappointing at least from the clippers and holding luca is one they they just haven't seemed to be able to stop him doing anything because luca only made i think it was three or four free throws and he scored 43 points normally when you see harden if harden has 40 plus points he's shooting about 16 free throws that means Luca was hitting field goals on you from the two point line, from the three point line, get into the basket. They have no answer for that dude. And Ali, have you seen anyone in their, what to say, from ages twenty to twenty four hoop like this guy? Because we're comparing him to greats. I just I haven't seen it. Only yeah, people who can compare it to are greats. Either. Yep, that's true. Yeah, because he's playing great basketball. Yeah, that's the bottom line. I mean, look, we talked about this previously. He's been playing with grown men since he was a teenager. Yeah. So you can't throw anything at him that he hasn't already seen before. Oh, you want to throw Patrick Beverly at me? Okay, well, I, I got this. Well, people have hurt. But still, though. I don't think he'd be afraid of How about of Paul George? Paul George? Oh, Paul George hurt, too. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi? You want to throw Kawhi at me? Okay, I got this. Uh, Kawhi was... Well, Kawhi need to hold that boy more then. Yeah. Because if they want to make it to the second round of the playoffs... Because, <laughs> look, Dallas is dangerous. Yeah. They're dangerous as all hell. If the Clippers do not get their act together, because I still think the Clippers still have, I have not seen the Clippers' best basketball yet. That's oddly enough. And they're tied 2 2. Yeah. I still believe the Clippers are the best team in the league. But if they don't get their act together, bro, the Dallas Mavericks are going to knock them out of the first round of the playoffs. So you're I, calling I've, I've changed. I've so changed. Are you no, calling no, I'm not calling. Okay. I still think the Clippers are going to win this series because I think, look, Game four has to either be go one way. I think it was not game four. Game five. Game five. Has to go either one way. I think the winner. <sighs> Look, the Clippers cannot let Dallas win game five. That's all I got to say. Because then it's not just that Luke has arrived. Because Luca right now thinks, okay, I've arrived. I'm getting uh, notor- notoriety throughout the league. People know who I am. If you allow them to win game five, then he's like, well, you know what? Maybe I can just, we can win it all right now. Because who's gonna, the Lakers are good, but if they come out and beat the Clippers, they they're in their heads. They're going to believe we can win everything. Yeah, because there's not there's not a team right now that anybody should be afraid of. It was the Clippers. If you knock them out, then who's to say? I'm. I had I had the Clippers in five. Yeah, in five, bro. I had them in five. Because and I said the specific thing I said was they can't close all games. Now look an idiot now. <laughs> so man it's gonna be interesting though I, I, i'll say this man paul george you know i'm a big paul george fan and you know this i know on the podcast i'll talk positively about him but he's getting embarrassed right now mm-hmm. and the problem is when you're not playing good you can't name drop other people he mentioned james harden african why 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 are you talking about him he talks about having a, maybe a hurt shoulder. The defense ain't that good. Well, you ain't hooping. So if the defense is not good, it's even worse, bro. Man. And the thing for me that makes Paul George look so bad is Lillard already called him a chump. Straight up said, you got to stop avoiding the grind. <laughs> now, if you, you know what would be hilarious, bro? If Lillard had a, if they get eliminated, Lillard's like, I told y'all he was a chump. <laughs> I told y'all. He's a chump. Look, because man. you get you got to be better, man. Got to be better. And if you see the end of the game, you should watch the question when they ask Kawhi Leonard about the game winner for Luca. He looks like he's just exasperated. It's like, bro, I came here for Paul George to hoop, and he's not hooping. 
he should have never left Toronto at this point. Oh, that's what he's thinking right mm-hmm. now? He's thinking, I left Toronto? For this Toronto's, dude? Toronto's balling. Yeah. Toronto's going to the second round for, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They already took care of the Nets. <laughs> and I have to do it playoff, playoff P yeah. right now. I mean, Paul George has put all this on himself as well because of opening up his mouth. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Who 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 gave him the name Playoff P? He gave himself. Whenever you give yourself <laughs> a, nickname, a nickname, it doesn't work out. It does not oh, work. God. I used to call myself Awesome O. No 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 one knows that <laughs> because it didn't work out. In what context? <laughs> In what context? You even know all that. <laughs> but this is saying it didn't work out. So I mean. Danny, what what comment did he have um, before too? He had another comment. He name dropped uh, James Harden. He also had a comment. Oh, when when Damian Lillard hit the game when he shot, he's like, "Oh, that was a, bad, a bad shot." shot. Well, he hit it, bro. <laughs> I mean, and, and, he, and he's been hitting it ever since. So I mean, look, Paul George. I've never really not been a fan of Paul George or a fan of Paul George, but I do know this: Paul George is right now on the line. Of whether or not he's going to be remembered as a true All Star in his league, or he's going to be forgotten one day, because I mean, it, he's but he's never been, but he's always been tried to put be put up there. I'll be honest with you though, the the problem for Paul George is the player, Paul George, he gets a lot of flack, but let's be real. Before he broke his leg at the Olympics, mm-hmm. I guess the before the Olympics. That player versus the player today is a different guy. It just is. And the problem is during the regular season, he's still balling out. But don't forget, he was right there with LeBron with the Pacers going tit for tat. And he just he's just not that guy anymore. And the problem is he looks like that guy. So I'll hold him accountable. Now, nobody can tell him to call himself playoff P. Um, but at the same time, I think people do forget where he was ascending to prior to him breaking his leg. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that. Yeah, I, I do remember. He, he was pretty legit. Before it happened, it was a um, unfortunate, you know, um, situation, um, freak accident, really and truly. But you know, like I said, also his mouth has—if he would just been quiet yeah. throughout this whole situation, it might not be that bad. As That's far right. as the way the fans are looking mm-hmm. at him right now, yeah. Um, you, you, like I said, you cannot give yourself your own nickname, man. And then you call yourself Playoff P. <laughs> Come on, bro. Ali, you, you, so you play sports. You play soccer, right? Yeah. Did you give yourself a nickname? No, I did not. <laughs> awesome, Ali. That's why I'm really good. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just playing. You know what I'm, I'm all right. Whatever your next soccer game is, I'm going to just show up. They're going to make sure I was like, show up. let me see how good Watch, just watch. You're going to give me a nickname. <laughs> you said you're a striker, right? Yes, yeah. You're a striker. Sorry. So I'm, I'm going to be expecting at least two goals. Yeah. Oh, when goodness. I get out okay. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, so now the series is tied at two. Um, we shall see. I still have the Clippers winning because you know even in these little series, this is definitely Lucas coming out part. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's come out. Mm-hmm. He's shown that he's a force in this league. He's just twenty one. He has a very bright career ahead of him. But I still have the Clippers winning. I think they're going to regroup. Oh, uh, I'll give you something. Mark the tape. Mm. Here we go. The Clippers beat them by twenty points. Game five. Oh, I mean, mark the tape. Look. It's not going to be close. I'm telling Kawhi Leonard said, Kawhi Leonard said, oh, y'all calling Luka? Okay. I'll show Tomorrow, that. not tomorrow, whatever day the game is, that's going to be the last opportunity for the Clippers to make me believe that they really are who I think they are. Because I expect the same thing. Yeah. They're going to come out next game, game five, and be like, you know what? We got you, chumps. Well, Luka, you're good, but you ain't that we're about, good. We're about to shut y'all down <laughs> yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Even if the game is close, if the game is close, comes down to then I'm like, you know what? Clippers are not as good as we thought they were. They, they've had all this time to get it together. They, they're good on paper. They're talented. No, you're right, but it's also just a matchup problem. You think so? I think it is. But we didn't think that before the series started. Well, sometimes we're wrong. <laughs> That's why we're wrong. <laughs> sometimes we're wrong. we're not right. Um, it's a matchup problem. Hmm. That's what it is. We'll see. We'll see. I still have the Clippers winning. I'm going to say six because I think Luca, Luca did his thing, but I think it's going to be six now. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So let, let's stay in Texas, shall we? Oh, let's talk no, about these Houston no, Rockets, no, man. No, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we're lucky today, Chris, because it's, it's all Houston, Texas. Oh, I'm going fast. in on them. There's no oh, no, we're still them. going in on them. But I mean, if, if other people that are normally in a podcast were here, yeah. they will really be going in. Um, I guess we'll call him Jimmy. I'm, so not I, I'm not calling. I'm not calling Jimmy. I know somebody will call him Jimmy. 
But he played like Jimmy for a little bit. Oh, goodness. He did. So th- this is the thing about the Rockets. So the Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder, they're all tied at two now. Two games apiece. The Rockets took the first two games. Chris Paul and the Thunder have taken the last two games. The thing that surprises me about the Rockets is that they still surprise me. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like It's like I'm watching Bad Boys and I don't know that Will Smith is going to pull out the gun. Like when he pulls out the gun, I'm like, oh, wow. But I, I know this is going to happen already. The yeah. Rockets, this is what the Rockets do. Yeah. yeah. They, they play this. They play these two or three games where you're like, oh, my God. This is a team right here. Yeah. They're playing some defense. Hard and seen all these shots. Yeah. The role players are knocking down shots. And you're like, you, you utter the word championship. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uttered the word championship with this team. I sent you a tweet, Allie. Yeah, you did. With the, with the championship going up. I said, they could be like, this might be champions. And then they do this boo-boo stuff. Mm. You mentioned bad boys. I'm just curious because... Ali, did you have you ever seen Bad Boys One? Oh God, like a long time ago. Okay, okay. Also, I do that because we're a little older now. I'm getting a little older. That movie's what ninety five. Yeah. So it was but a, the, 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 part four came out this year, though, right? Or was it, it three? Oh, it was three. It's it part was Bad two. Boys. It's part two. No, part two. No, there's, there's three of them. No, I know what you. It's part two. Okay, okay <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. But um, as far as the Rockets are concerned, I love what you said about them. You're still surprised that they can surprise you. In game four, they did what they they normally do. They came out in the third quarter. They hit eight straight threes. And then the rest of the game, they were boo-boo from the three-point line. But that's what they do. That's not surprising. What is surprising is, is that they can't close in a game where they should. This, this should have been a sweep because they should have won game three. And they couldn't close out game three because they can't inbound the ball. And then the NBA comes out and says, well, our bad. It should have been a foul. That does nothing for the Rockets. But well, what happened on that play was. They called a foul on the previous play. So they swallowed the whistle on the last one. And I don't blame them for doing it because it was, it was a 50-50 call. It could have been called on Harden. could have been on Chris Paul. But as far as the Rockets are concerned, they're not a championship team. Just like you said, you want to believe they are, but they're not. Uh, they're going to need Westbrook to come back to win this series. Otherwise, they're going to lose it. And I it's don't sad. know Westbrook's the answer, bro. You, you, you know what takes time? You know, it's not just he's going to come back in. And everything's going to be straight. Well, it's, it's not that. It's more so much when Harden is sitting down, you would hope the plus minus isn't as bad. Mm. Because so far in the games winning games two, the plus minus was plus five game one, plus 14 game two. And in games three and four, it was I think it was negative 17. And it wasn't that bad in game four. But either way, it's a negative when he's sitting down. You can't have that when the way the Rockets play. It has to be open shots. The guy who's really disappointed for me is Austin Rivers. He has not played good other than um, game two, that little spell he had. So he's a disappointing player. But as far as D'Antoni is concerned, dude, when are you going to learn? Call a timeout when a team is making a run. Make some adjustments. He just does not do it. Rockets are embarrassing. In my opinion, they're embarrassing. They should not. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chris Paul's phenomenal. Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, these guys can't not be beating you, bro. Come on now. If the Clippers is not embarrassing because it's Luka Magic. For the Rockets, it's it's an older Chris Paul. Chris Paul looks like he should even be sometimes. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. Y'all not I'm embarrassed by this as a Rockets fan. I'm not tweeting for a good two days. Well, I, <laughs> I'm good. I won't go as far as to say that I'm embarrassed. I'm just I'm, the word for me is surprise. I'm so surprised that I'm so surprised mm. about what's going on here. Mm. Like, and don't get me wrong. I still think there's an opportunity for the Rockets to go deep into the playoffs because we see that there's holes in all the teams in the NBA. There's not, like I said, there's, there's no clear-cut NBA champion right now. I thought it was the Clippers, but I don't think it's clear-cut for them. But the Rockets, hmm, the Rockets are a team that they're streaky. Definitely. That's that's how I look at them. Like they'll they'll have runs where it's like, oh man, they're knocking down shots, they're playing good defense. It just seemed like world beaters. And then all of a sudden, just like that, they fall off the map. They lose so, their minds though. They do. It looks horrible. But it's it's a collection of the players they have and the coach. You just yeah. mentioned Dan Tony. Yeah. Dan Tony sometimes just looks like I don't know how to explain. Like he just doesn't want to really necessarily coach. Yeah. Like he's like, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna take a break. Yeah. I'm gonna let that's James what it Harden looks like. And all you guys, yeah, he's just it. putting his trust all on James Harden, and he's just, I'm trusting him. I'm trusting him. Like, <laughs> what? How much you gonna trust him? Like, what are you gonna do your job? Thank <laughs> you. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So, yeah. Alan, let me ask you this: We, Oenyi's brought up the word surprised. If you had to put a surprise meter, then now we're at uh, 
the series is two, two and two. How surprised are you? Ten being obviously super surprised, and one um, being not. You know, I don't think I'm that surprised. It, honestly, it's just. I'm surprised that you're surprised that they keep you surprised. There you, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. When O mentioned the word surprise, I was like, "What's surprising about well, you this?" You know, you know, you know why I'm so surprised though, because I'm 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 a homer. Uh, I'm a Rockets fan. I'm surprised mm. that they're uh, picking picking up a lot on the defensive side, but yeah. I'm not that surprised that they they're doing so good. They're picking up and they're up by 11, and they're up by 15 and 20, and then all of a sudden come back down and you're just like, "Oh God, this is like last year and the year before," and then you're just. Uh, yeah. It's one of those things where you just. I don't know. As a Houston Rockets fan, I'm like traumatized. So I'm like, like I'm surprised if they actually, you know, finish it off well. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm um, very surprised, honestly. Mm. But so what? What's the one emotion, Allie, that you have from this? Mm. One emotion? Yes. What do you mean? Like for so from now that the series is tied at two, what 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 are you feeling right now? I'm what? worried. Oh, you're worried. Okay. I am worried. Okay. okay. Worried. Just like he said, this should be this this should have been an easy sweep. Right. Like we should have been done for. Right. And we're over here. We're tied two two, and now we're just hoping that you know they pick back up. But I would be I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Right. That's <laughs> and that's why you should be very worried. Yeah, I'm very worried. <laughs> I that's mean, exactly for right. me, the if I, I like. If we're going to do a word association with it. You were surprised. Allie's worried. I'm just done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done yes. with it. Whether they win, cool. If they don't, that's cool. Oh, I, I don't bad. trust them. So it is what it is. I think as far as Houston is concerned, when we're talking about the Texans and the Rockets, every single, I don't care, don't lie. Every single Houston Rockets and Houston Texans fan has used that word before. Yeah. Done. At, done. Oh, yeah. Done. I've used it a million I'm times. Done. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Done. And but the, then the moment they win, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not done. Keep going. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> title. Yes. Title. Yes. I, bro. Allie, you're talking <laughs> like a true Houston fan. I mean, as, as, you know, that's aside right. from the Astros, and even though some of that luster has been taken away from us because – of the little Let's scandal. not do that. Let's not do I'm, that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But look, okay. Going back to the Rockets and going back to Oklahoma City Thunder. Look, when the series did first start, I was a little worried, like mm-hmm. you said, because Russell Westbrook was out, and I didn't know if um, they will be able to handle what Chris Paul has brought to the table with that team, with his leadership. But the first two games, we talked about it. Yeah. We thought, okay, this is a wrap. The Rockets mm-hmm. are going to take care of this handily. And they're going to go into second round. Now, I'm concerned. And the question I want to ask you guys now is this. We just talked about the Mavericks and the Clippers. Which team is more likely? I know the answer. But which team is more likely to win their series? The Mavericks or the Oklahoma City Thunder? Man, it's who's more likely to win? Win the series. It's got to be OKC. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't trust the Rockets. Right. Yeah, I don't trust the Rockets James Harden over here assaulting. Uh, hand sanitizer <laughs> machines after the game. Come on, man. We got to be better than that. I mean, but at least there's some emotion. That's I think that's a good thing. Normally, after a game. That's scary to me. Because there's an emotion where he wants to beat Chris Paul, but he can't. Because at the end of the game, they're going shot for shot. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Paul's like, oh, I do this for a living. <laughs> that's what happened, basically. Yeah. And he made more shots than Harden did. Mm. Man. If it's a close, if it's game five. Game six, game seven, and the last two minutes is close. The Rockets are eliminated. It's done. Chris you Paul's going to really, get it done. You don't believe in, in James Harden's ability to close out games. It's not way. so much no. that. I just believe more in Chris Paul's ability to do yeah, it. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> and, you know, that, that, should, couldn't, that shouldn't come as a shock to any of us. Because mm-hmm. even during the time that Chris Paul was here. He was the guy closing. He was the guy that was closing the That's games. That's right. He really yeah. was. Until he got hurt. You know, oh, man, I feel sorry. I do have to say Harden. this, though. After watching this series, to all you Warrior fans, I just need y'all to know that if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, we, we would have won the Oh, yeah. <laughs> just put it out, just put it just put it out, it out there. there. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, is that going to be our calling card forever? <laughs> that's if the best Chris we Paul got. Get hurt. That's the best we got. You know? It is the best we won. It's, that, it's, it's like it. certain things in sports that people say. You know, you know, Cowboy fans, their thing is it was a catch. You know, our thing is going to be, well, if Chris Paul didn't get That's hurt, right. <sighs> All right. So we still got the Rockets winning this series. Has, has anybody flipped the switch to where they're like, okay, okay, he's going to win this series? I haven't flipped the switch, but 
It's close. Yeah, I haven't. If they lose game five. See, if the Clippers lose game five, I don't think the series is over. If the Rockets lose game five, it's done. Mm. It's a wrap. Because they they, they haven't shown any kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Toughness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I can very much see that, but we'll see. There's, you know, we'll talk about the Clippers, not the Clippers, talk about the Mavericks, and we'll talk about OKC. The Mavericks are a young team. They're coming up. So we really don't know if they can finish or not. And that's been their Achilles heel throughout the bubble, actually, until lately when Luka hit that game-winning shot. They ain't talking about OKC. They're a more veteran team, but can they keep it up? Can they really keep it up? Not, not that they don't have it, but can they finish, get to the finish line? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm very interested to see what will happen in that. So let's talk about the next basketball game. We're not going to talk about all of them because some of them are already over. Yeah. <laughs> even though they're not <laughs> over. But even though, this, even though the Jazz are up, three games to one over the Nuggets. I still think the Nuggets have an opportunity to win this series. Mm. Now, we talked about this on previous podcasts. Oh, we I have. Donovan Mitchell, you know, we talk about players that are talk about the top three players right now in the bubble. You have Luka Doncic, right? You have um, Donovan Mitchell, and the other guy's name will lose me, but he's playing really well also. What are you talking oh, about? It'll, it'll come up. You're talking later. about Murray? You're talking about Tatum? Murray, Murray, yeah. Murray's definitely playing great. He, yeah. he can be that guy. But let's just say top two. Don, mm-hmm. this, it's clear cut as Donovan Mitchell and Luka Doncic right now. Yeah. Those are the top two players right now in the bubble. If you do an MVP right now, this will be one of those two. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is carrying the Jazz over the Denver Nuggets. How do you score 50 points? I forgot a stat line. 50, 11, and something, and you still lose the game. Yeah. The Nuggets are a better team overall than the Jazz are. Are they? I think so. I don't think so. I think so. they have better pieces. I do. Well, I the Nuggets do. have a better looking roster, but they don't have. I've always talked about this. They don't have a point guard. Mm-hmm. Murray is a fantastic score, but you, man, that Murray, he's a guy. If he actually had a point guard, it would be this. a contest. Right. But as far as Donovan Mitchell is concerned, that dude is celebrating not seeing Eric Gordon. Because don't forget, his rookie year, he took out playoff P. And Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and then he ran into Eric Gordon two straight oh, that years. That was a good series. It was. He ran into Eric Gordon. Six. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And now he doesn't have to see Eric Gordon. There is no Eric Gordon on this side. It's the Denver Nuggets, and he's torching them. They can't mm-hmm. do anything to stop him. And he has his shot working. He's like a better Dwayne Wade. If he if he plays his career the way it could go, he's a better Dwayne Wade. I can see, I like the comparison, but I, I would have put better there yet. No, no, I'm saying. Let's, no, no. Okay, not now. <laughs> I'm just saying he has a career arc to do it. Mm. I'm just telling you. You forget what the way Wade did in 06. When <laughs> you let that no, okay. he, he team to the finals. I didn't say he's better than Dwayne Wade. I <laughs> okay, say he, okay. I'm basically saying he has a shot to be uh, just a hybrid Dwayne Wade okay, because he can you. shoot as well. I just don't want you to put better to work better in there. Anywhere in there. That's fair. Okay. I can okay. Don't get me wrong. Don Mitchell is a beast. Don't get me wrong. You got any opinions on this, Allie, or are you just... No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Donovan Mitchell is definitely uh, the guy right now on that um, jazz team. I do think the Nuggets still have the opportunity yeah. to make this an interesting series, but obviously it has to start in game five. So so who are you taking right now, if you had to? If Donovan I had Mitchell to? or Luka Doncic? Oh, Luka Doncic all yeah. day. Okay. No, no, I'm taking Luka. Because, look, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. But there are certain things I like in certain players. Yeah. And Luka Doncic checks all those things for me. <laughs> so, I mean, even if they're both there, let's say I'm drafting the team and they're both there on the draft board, yeah. I'm taking Luka. I wouldn't be surprised if Donovan Mitchell has a great career as well. But as far as the way Luka can get other teammates involved, involved yeah. and just, bro, the guy's been playing since he was a teenager. Yeah. How many times I got to bring that up? Like nothing, he anything you can throw at him, he's already seen. Yeah. So I like Luka Doncic a lot. Diamond was good toe too, though. When he first came out, I didn't really know. Because he had he had a series where he was playing, I think it was against the Rockets. I was like, oh, this guy's pretty good. Yeah. But I want to continue to do that, grow on that. And he has. And he's, you know, blowing it up right now in the bubble. All right, so let's talk about a series that hasn't happened yet, but it's a series that's going to happen in the second round mm-hmm. of the playoffs. Okay. We have the Boston Celtics and we have the Toronto Raptors. Ooh. Gonna be good. Do that again. Do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna be good. (laughs) I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. I think that's gonna be a a highly entertaining series. I think a lot, even though some of the series have been entertaining the first round, 
but I think it's going to be a different level of entertaining a lot of these second round um, series. Yeah. Um, Toronto's playing really good basketball. They swept the Nets. Boston's playing really good basketball. They swept the Philadelphia 76ers. I do, if I had to pick right now who's going to win, I would pick Toronto just because I've been picking the Celtics before mm. and they disappointed me. Mm. I know it's a different team. They have Kimball Walker now in that backcourt, but I think Toronto has the experience. They know how to get there. Yeah. They know how to win those close, tough games. Um, so I, I, I'm going to pick Toronto in this series. I do expect it to go six or seven, though. Yeah, I, I got Toronto in six with an asterisk. If Lowry is actually hurt because he didn't finish game four, but I think that was more precautionary because he rolled his ankle. Right. If he's actually hurt and he can't play, then the the Celtics have a good chance to win. I just think with the experience and my boy Spicy P, an actual <laughs> an actual P that can hoop. Uh, Pascal P- Siakam is a beast, man. That Did you dude. Make that? I've never heard of it before. Spicy yeah, they, P. They call him Spicy I P. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. not playoff P. He's Spicy P. Spicy. Um, I just think that the Toronto Raptors just have way too much experience at this point. We didn't believe in them when Kawhi left, but now they're just letting us know that yo, we could we could hoop with or without Kawhi. I'm a big fan of that team. I, the reason why I got so excited for that series is I want to see Jason Tatum. Mm. If he can he have that ascension like Doncic and like Spider Mitchell have shown us? That's why I'm so excited about it. Because if he can, then it, it might not matter how good the Raptors are. If he if Tatum is that guy, then it may not matter what the Raptors do. Mm. So I'm excited to see that. But he has to prove it now. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about Jason Tatum for a while now. He's pro- he proved it in the first series. He was mm-hmm. dominant against the Sixers, but can he take it to that next level? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's guy I was talking about actually. Jason Tatum was the third guy. Yeah, but um, yeah, I want to see him take that next level, um, especially against a team like um, the Toronto Raptors that play you know pretty good defense. It's going to be his matchup most of the time will be Pascal Siakam anyway. Yeah, so I I, I really want to see if he can take that next level and uh, lead Boston deeper into the playoffs. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I think it's going to be a pretty good series. Yeah. Who you, but who do you have? Who do you have? Toronto and six. Okay, yeah. So if Lowry's not injured. Right. So if he's injured, eh, eh, I don't know. Mm. It, that's a big injury. Yeah, it is. It is. That's too big to just not address. Larry's, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I hope he's okay, too. Larry's career has been pretty interesting. To yeah. Me. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Pretty much. But we'll see. We'll see. At, for the whole team in general, after... Kawhi left, mm-hmm. it just seems like, okay, they figured it out. Exactly. Somehow. But That's the dope part that. about it. We talked about that was a coach, really and truly. It was the coach. Yeah. It's got to be the coach. It's the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the coach, man. <laughs> Alla, who you got? Um, oh, man, I don't know. I think I'm going to – I think I'm aiming more towards the Celtics. Wow. Just because I don't know uh, – it's okay. Disagree, Ali. You know, we, we we disagree all the time. For some reason today, we're we're on the same page. Be agree, but we know more normally disagree. Well, I mean, I agree with the injury. Also, I yeah. don't think I. I mean, I feel like it's most probably going to be a pretty bad injury yeah. or so. So I feel like the Celtics might take it with Jason Tatum. But. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the thing is, Kemba Walker has a chance in the second round. That dude. You know, we talk about not wanting to give somebody the ball in the last couple of minutes. He's a guy. If it's a close game, this has been since college, bro. Yeah, you don't want him to have the ball if the game's close. <laughs> he he will he will let he will. Why does he have a nickname? He doesn't have a nickname, right? <laughs> no. So why does Paul George have a nickname? Because he gave it. To oh, him. okay. We all, yeah, 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 we yeah, yeah, all yeah. have nicknames that we give it to. <laughs> I mean, the nick. The only person that gave us a nickname and it stuck was Kobe. Kobe gave us Kobe and LeBron. That's LeBron. true. No one said he was King James before he said he was King no, James. He came out and says, I'm the chosen one. They both, Kobe and LeBron gave themselves nicknames. Everybody can't be Kobe and LeBron, though. Yeah. Because they just can't. Yeah. But it shall. It will be a very interesting series. I'm, I'm going to um, watch those pieces very closely. Yeah. Kimba and, of course, um, Jason Tatum. We'll see what happens there. <sighs> All right. So that's the only second round matchup we're going to talk about because the other ones haven't really come up yet to fortune so talk about one nfl thing before we get out of here earl thomas released mm. by the ravens i just want to talk about this because it's earl thomas why why are we talking about this guy <laughs> because this is the same guy you... look man you're in a great situation with the ravens 
Yeah. A team picks you up. And do we know why they released him yet? Have any, has anybody heard anything about it? Yeah. Why? He got into a fight with one of his teammates on the field. But, okay, how many training camp no, practices? No, 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 no. It's not that type of fight, though. Oh, God. It's, you beat him down? I don't know if he beat him down or not. Bro, there are a lot of things that happen behind the scenes at training camp. There, bro, people get their ass kicked every day. Every day. But this is different. But And no one says kick him off the scene. Especially Earl Thomas is supposed to be that piece. Yeah. Like, this is odd to me. This has to be a. But he's not. But he's not that. Number one, he's not that guy anymore. That's number one. Is that the truth? That's that what it is for real. No, he's not. What What happened was they figured out. Oh, he's not that guy. Hey, go pick a fight with him real quick. (laughs) 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 They wouldn't do that because they still got to pay him unless they trigger some calls. Oh, so that that means that makes it even more odd to me. The fact that they still have to pay him and well, he got into a fight with a player last season and already rubbed. The organization wrong. When I say organization, I mean other players on the defense. So I'm assuming what happened this season, it wasn't just a normal fight. He must have picked it out, and it may have been chirping, may have said some things, and then that's what got him. You mean he got into a fight with the uh, Seattle? Who was he at last year? No, no, no. Um, he got into a fight with another Ravens player last season and got in trouble, or some type of skirmish or scuffle. When he was on the other team? No, nah, he was with the Ravens last year, though. Did he play? Bro, he was on the Ravens last year. You you scared me. Okay. Um, no, but but oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you, I got you. Um, no, but I think it was a, a building up of things. And yeah, definitely. And then they just say, yeah, we're done with this guy. Yeah. Because look, man, there's a lot of players that have come through the NFL, especially the NFL that are they're hot, they're they're high motor guys. The guy that comes to mind instantly is Steve Smith. You don't mm. wanna, you don't want to fight that dude. Like you don't. He look, little, he little in everything. Look, I'm a grown man. You're a grown man. I'm gonna t- be honest with you. If Steve Smith came to this room right now, I was like, "Yo, Chris, sit down." I'm gonna have to <laughs> contemplate. <laughs> I'm gonna have to contemplate. Like, do I really want this smoke right now? <laughs> Steve Smith is about that life. Yeah, like real talk. And he has been in many altercations with other teammates. He's beat in other teammates up. Yeah, but they have never talked about. Oh, we're, we're going to release Steve Smith. So you think there's more? And it has to be. Is it like some infidelity? Did I he, don't know. Did he mess with a teammate's wife? Maybe. Because he got in trouble. Don't you suffer? Don't you suffer? Try to do a what was I, it called? Did I, you hear about the alley? Allie, did you hear about this? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to explain it. You got to explain it. Okay, so it. I, I forget all the details, but <laughs> him and his brother. Now, that's that's the part that's this, that's weirded me out. Gross. You say like, weird. Gross. It's gross, disgusting, obscene, like all those Y'all words. Y'all should see Alex's face right now. Why are you smiling, Alex? <laughs> I'm just, I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> so, you just said him and his brother. And so him like, and his brother. Did they plan this? They planned oh, a orgy. Plan. Oh, God, I did hear about this. Okay. <laughs> okay. They planned, I forgot about this. How do you forget about this, Alex? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my number one, you know, but you're right. You're right. So it was an orgy, right? Because some, sometimes... I'll put like this. Best case scenario, that's what it was. Okay. So Best they, case they planned this. Now, remember I said with his brother. Yeah, that's right. It's not So the thing about this whole story is that we talked about the guy that mistakenly tweeted out the N-word, mm. right? And we, we made it a point to say that this is probably the first time he's done this. Yeah. This is where I'm going with this too. This is if you just you let's just say let's just out of just for chuckles. Let's say me and Chris are gonna plan an orgy. Bro, what, what's going on? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's just say we're gonna plan an orgy. It's gonna be a, a long discussion. It's not gonna be like, okay, let's go do it. Unless we've done these kind of things before. Uh, I think I think I think that he called him up and was like, yo, it's popping. And he <laughs> came through. <laughs> came through. I think that's what happened. Anyway, so they, they planned this this orgy. And I forgot the social media or whatever it was that tracks your every move that he was on. Was it Snapchat that does that? I don't know. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. So his wife knows where he's at. He knows the location he's at. So they're she there. She came through. <laughs> she came through. Not by herself, but with her posse as well. Mm-hmm. And with, was it the Nina? Or what was it? The Glock? One of those. Some, one, some kind of weapon. And, and pointed it. Pointed at Earl Thomas. Now, the thing, another thing that bounced me about this is after the whole incident, he plays the victim. Remember that? Oh, I do remember that. Oh, my gosh. This is a couple. I can't. That's bro. wild. So, maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know. But now he's being released. He's supposed to be a key piece 
and the, the Ravens trying to get to a Super Bowl. And I just find it odd that they released him. Yeah. I, I really do. I mean, it's just, like I said, people get into fights, altercations all the time. Mm-hmm. Training camp and fighting go hand in hand. It just does. So it, it's odd to me. Yeah. I, seriously, it is. So honestly, the only person who currently plays sports on a podcast is Allie. When you have a fight with a teammate, what happens? Because I know we, when we hoop, we just, like always saying, we just dap it up and we move on. But the, the Ravens haven't moved on. So in your experience, when there's a fight with teammates, what happens? I don't know. I mean, well, we don't really get into fights, to be honest. Like, yes, we also disagree, but... I don't think it's ever been that bad, personally, for me to be yeah. like, okay, no, we just can't play together at all or something. Right, but right. yeah, no, Ali doesn't sure. strike me as a kind of person that's going to fight anybody. Though. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I don't think so. I'm competitive. That's one no. thing. I'm ready to like beat you, but not beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> the more the more we talk about this, the more I think it might be something different. No, it, it's definitely it's, it's something, different. something different. No, there's no Chris. There's I'm 100. I've never been more sure about anything in my life. Mm. There is definitely more going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just, it's not just like, sometimes it's just like the coach says, Bill O'Brien, for instance, I don't want this player on my team. I'm going to trade him and get no assets for him. You know, he's the best wide receiver in the game. I'm just going to trade him. Yeah. I'm not even going to sell my teammates <laughs> or, or my, or my, or my player. I'm just going to trade this guy. But the key thing that got me in that whole Ravens situation was the teammates. Want him out. Want him out. Yeah. Like, that's just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, it's one thing, look, it's one thing to be a player that gets an altercation and you're good. The teammates are going to think, okay, I, I know we got to the altercation, but we need this guy to go further in, into the playoffs. They, they didn't even care about that. Yeah. And, but that's just a lot about the Ravens organization, too, as well. They and must have play. a real, yeah, they have a real, that's just a lot. Because a lot of organizations wouldn't do that. It will just come down to the coach. And, and the coach is like, you want him out? He's gone. He's out. Mm-hmm. They, he, they, they, that was it. Yeah. They don't care about how much money they got to pay him. They were like, that. that's just a lot yeah. to me. This is a lot about Earl Thomas, though, too, as well. Because he's left. You know, even the whole thing with Seattle, him flipping them off. No, I had no problem with that. But, but, I had but no problem at with first, that. yes. But now that all this his no offseason, the orgy and all that Still stuff, no, no, you I can bring up this orgy. I just want to tell my wife because she be listening. I don't know what he's talking about, bro, bro, bro. I'm not talking about nothing. Okay, it's Earl Thomas and all the other things that go associated with him. Yeah, to this point, sometimes you gotta look at the facts, Chris. Sometimes you gotta look at the facts. Yeah, the facts aren't good, but I, the, the flipping the bird thing, I'm all for that. I have no problem with that. I, I, I agree with at first, but I don't know now. There might be something underlining there that's wrong. With There's Earl nothing Tom. underlining there. He said, I want my money, and then it got injured, so I'm flipping y'all off. I have no problem with that. None. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. Any closing words, Allie, before we, we dip out? Well, I mean, it was a very interesting uh, first talk, you know, orgies and Earl Thomas and stuff. But, no, yeah, it's just... I'm just excited for the NBA playoffs. See where it's gonna go. Mostly, oh, more than anything. You and me both. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, the Rockets get in the second round. I don't know. If that's a good thing or a bad thing. I want them there, but I don't know if I really want them there. Mm. You know? Yeah. <sighs> I feel like it's just the further they go, the more painful it might be. <laughs> Not really, though. I mean, oh, this is one question I want to ask you, Chris, before we before we leave, because we've talked about pressure on certain players. We talked mm. about Giannis. Antetokounmpo and James Harden. Yeah, are you still feel the same way that if James Harden loses in this first round of the playoffs, that it doesn't the rhetoric will still be the same? It'll still oh, be the it'll same, still but it'll be, be the worse. Same. It'll oh, be the, the same. same. Okay. I don't think the rhetoric is going to change. Okay, okay. Well, Allie, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> like I said, she will be the spokesperson for the um, new Channel Sports podcast. You will be seeing her face on Instagram. And on our YouTube as soon as we get it kicked up. And you'll get to see and hear a lot more from Allie as far as what she thinks about sports and everything. That's but right. You can follow her on Twitter. It's Alejandra Sports. sports. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow her on Instagram. And it's Alejandra underscore Deras. Deras. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to get this. it right. You got to get it right. <laughs> 
If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. You can do that on our website, um, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Or you can subscribe or follow on any major podcast platform. I'm talking about iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, Google. What else is there? Missing. Pandora. We're on all those. Did you so, get Podbeam? Podbeam. Stitcher. We're on that. Stitcher. I said Stitcher. So My go bad. ahead and subscribe. My bad. <laughs> I said Stitcher. I said Stitcher. How dare you? <laughs> we are out, man. Uh, Great. Good stuff. Good show. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.